right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Thieves, Rogues, and Renegades. My name is Rob North. And I am Chris Miller. And we're very, very glad that all of you listening out there could join us today. We are here in the cozy confines of Chris's kitchen. Because we have neither studio nor budget. <laughs> oh, true. And uh, today, we're just going to be taking a little look at some of the subject matter we're going to be covering on future episodes. This is going to be a shorter episode than usual. Just a little something to give you an idea of who we are, what we're about, and what you can look forward to. Chris, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling very good today. I'm excited to get the ball rolling, the train's out of the station, and, and let's get going. Excellent. I'm feeling pert as a rotten buck myself. So... What is this podcast going to be about? Well, through the title, I'm sure all, most of you could ascertain that we're going to be looking at pirates, privateers, buccaneers, explorers in the age of sail, life in the age of sail, how things were along the Spanish Main and the Caribbean, but we're going to be going so much deeper than that. We're going to be looking at pirates throughout history, all the way back. You know, the old saying is, as long as there have been boats, there have been pirates, and I think that is very, very true. We're going to be looking at the roots of piracy and piracy in early civilizations all the way through to what they call the golden age of piracy uh that period lasting from about 1650 to about 1725 where most of our most famous pirates came out of and it was sort of focused on the caribbean the carolinas florida mexico central america the northern part of south america but we're also going to be looking into pirates in different parts of the world and much much closer to the present day including people like Roaring Dan Seedy, a timber pirate on the Great Lakes in the early 20th century, and how piracy affects the world today. But we won't simply bore you with the nitty-gritty on pirates. Like you said, we're, we're much more than that. So what other, what other topics do you have in mind? Well, we're going to be looking at things like cult leaders, gang leaders, uh, con men, bank robbers, uh, thieves, flim-flam men. We're going to be looking at basically all of history's bad guys. Yeah, this is not a podcast about, like, good dudes. Yeah, don't expect the shiny, bright heroes that history tends to favor. It's just that the bad guys are so much more interesting. They're so much more fun. Yeah, there's a lot more entertainment uh, whenever it comes to the, the villains than it does to the heroes. And and that's kind of why we're putting this this whole podcast together. We're going to explore that side of it, the stuff that you, you didn't necessarily get uh, when you were growing up, whenever you're in school listening listening to your teacher drone on and on about these guys. We're going to talk about the bad guys. Mm -hmm. And it's going to get a little bit grimy. We're also not going to talk about just the bad guys. We're going to talk about some of the people that history has labeled as the good guys. Turns out a lot of them weren't all that good. Some of them were not very, very nice people. And we're going to be taking a look at those sorts of figures as well. Yeah, we're going to kind of explain a lot of history without the overt pretension of like Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> now I am an old DeGrasse Tyson fan I hope he doesn't hear this episode but we're not here to like ruin planet. Star Wars movies for you no <laughs> no that's that's true basically we're just here to wag our middle finger in the face of the intelligentsia right we are we are not historians nor do we pretend to be we're just a couple of guys that really like history and we really like telling entertaining stories about some of the guys that you, you may not have heard of exactly right I'm a big fan of Dan Carlin and his hardcore history podcast where he claims to be not a historian, but a fan of history. And I think we're kind of cut from the same cloth. Um, so most of our episodes in the future 
they're probably going to be about 40 to 50 minutes in length because we don't want to overly bore you on a single subject all in one episode. And it tends to be the length of your average long commute. And I think yeah, this is, this is a podcast you can listen to where you're walking the dog exactly, or pretending to work. Now, when we get onto some of our weightier subjects, some of our, our bigger figures, some of the subjects that require a lot more time to cover the real subject matter, we're going to be doing some multi-part episodes as well. So keep an eye out for some of those and we will do our best to keep you entertained. Now, it's just the two of us here joined by, of course, Jack, who is half golden retriever, half horse. Yes, my giant dog who is sleeping uh, under the studio table, which is uh, doubling as my kitchen table. Mm-hmm. Playing host to the microphone, our laptops, our beers. Uh, a little shout out to Trogues Brewing. Yes, uh, today we are drinking Impending Descent. Mm. It is their style brewed with vanilla beans and cocoa aged in bourbon barrels bottled in 2017. Part, yes. of, their, part of their Splinter series. Uh, we are not endorsed by Trogues, but if anybody that works for Trogues is listening, feel free to send us beer and we would be happy to talk about exactly. it. Exactly. Now, I had quite a few jars of the old ale last night watching the Pirates get swept by the Braves. We won't go into it. We don't want to talk about that. It still stinks to talk about it, but I had one sip of this and my hangover was... It's street. It was gone. And it is actually a very, very delicious beer to be sure. So, and I, I think uh, talking about pirates kind of leads us into the Pittsburgh pirates kind of leads us into why we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, in case you don't know, uh, Rob and I are members of the renegades of the rotunda. We are a fan based organization who have been uh, watching baseball games, dressed as pirates perched high atop left field at the top of the left field rotunda for about four years now, which is actually kind of how we met. Exactly. How did the Renegades get started? Uh, well, I was about half a case of beer in, and I thought, <laughs> man, it'd be really fun to dress like a pirate and go to pirate games. And it turns out it attracts a certain kind of person. Uh, that certain kind of person being people like me. <laughs> I was I was walking the rotunda with my friend Art, who if you've ever watched a Pirates broadcast and seen a pirate with enormous hair. Can't miss the hair. That's Art. Shout out to you, Sheepy. All right, Art, man. And turns out that we became friends with these guys and decided to you know, put together a little outfit. And that was the middle of the 2015 season. Here we are three and a half years later, and we're still talking pirates. Still undefeated uh, Major League Baseball fan of the year because they've only done it once. And I think it's because they can't possibly improve on that. Yeah, but it's something we don't like to brag about. And that was the first <laughs> lie I've ever told on this podcast. <laughs> Speaking of our friends, you might, uh, on future episodes, hear some of our friends, some guests, some people who are going to come in to talk about some of the things we like to talk about. Some people who may even come in and school us on history. And we're really, really looking forward to that. Basically, we're going to be looking at how, with this subject matter, Truth is so much stranger than fiction, and the nitty-gritty is so much more fun than the sanitized version of history you tend to get in textbooks and in most of uh, modern popular culture. Right. We are going to shed the veneer of this otherwise shit sandwich that was essentially the golden age of piracy and, and all of the bad guys that we're going to touch upon. And with truth being stranger than fiction... Uh, just in some of the stories we've come across in, in very cursory glances at some of the source material we've gone over, some of these stories are absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, once once you manage to shed the modern horseshit 
it becomes really, really freaky stuff to take a look at and really, really entertaining. I, I know you have a couple examples, Chris. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, first, I mean, let we'll just talk about some pirates and, and you think of uh, Jack Sparrow and Captain Blood and all of these. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the, the Jack Sparrow thing doesn't doesn't necessarily play well here. Oh yeah, two words that have been yelled at us a million times on the rotunda. And, and, and you're thinking of these guys swinging on lines, slashing swords around, cutting swaths through a, a busy deck of a ship. Now that wasn't necessarily the case. And one of history's more prominent pirates was Steed Bonnet. And I love this guy. I love this guy so much. Oh, he was just—he's the the lovable loser. Uh, and you think a lot of these guys were hardened sailors. He was just rich dumb and he hated his wife and he decided to take up the mantle he flew the black flag and he became a pirate and he was just absolutely terrible at it mm-hmm. and it was so bad like this man sailed with blackbeard he was part of blackbeard's flotilla and he was so bad that at one point blackbeard sailed with him on the boat to teach him how to be a better pirate because he was making everything so impossibly difficult just by being a bumbling fool it is the worst management review ever just imagine your manager is a six foot tall dark bearded guy with a massive sword festooned with pistols and burning slow match in his beard and hair yeah, so down your neck, watching your every move. Yeah, if your boss was on fire, armed, and probably smelled very bad, that would kind of be like what we were talking about in Steed Bonnet's case. If there was ever a guy who, whilst telling his story, would play the theme from Benny Hill. Yeah, this is a, a yakety sax kind of dude that we're dealing with. He's known cops on the high seas. It really <laughs> is. And any other examples for us? Oh, man. There are so many. Uh, Attila the Hun is probably the most interesting of all these just yes and it's even worse than villain because Attila the Hun was absolutely reprehensible I mean the man said that wherever he walked grass would never grow the Romans called him the scourge of God and according to historians Attila the Hun gave himself the nickname the scourge of God which is a move I think only he could get away with. It's never a good move to give yourself your own nickname. Don't do that. Don't roll up and tell everybody, hey, would you guys mind calling me the scourge of God? It's like walking in on the first day of school and going, hey, everybody, you can call me Big Dog. No, nope, we're going to call you shit lips. Yeah, that, 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 that's it. That, there's a big check mark next to that one. And unless you're Attila the Hun, please don't give yourself a nickname. We, we wouldn't recommend it. We've got other guys, uh, even to to come a little more recent. Uh, we'll talk about people like Billy the Kid and Pat Garrett out in the American Southwest, and even guys like Ned Kelly. Now they're they had kind of had that Robin Hood angle going for them, but they were also murderers. Like these men were mass murderers, and it's the point where a reason a lot of these guys were ever caught by by law enforcement is they actually followed a trail of bodies and they were able to catch up with them. So we're not talking about guys that are, you know, these these aren't real churchy folks. No. (laughs) Although speaking of churchy folks, we're going to get into people like Shoko Asahara, the leader of the Japanese cult Aum Shinrikyo, who went from a small offshoot religion in the late 80s based off of anime and sci-fi to attract wealthy nerds turned into a terrorist organization, arming themselves with Soviet gunship helicopters and were trying to eliminate the city of Tokyo 
through an airborne nerve gas attack. And mind you, like this almost worked. Very, very close. Like it almost worked. Very and this close. was in the 80s. <laughs> 1995. Yeah, this this wasn't this wasn't Billy the Kid. This wasn't Attila the Hun trying to sack Tokyo. This is a dude with helicopters that started in the 80s and in the 90s decides to launch a full-scale assault on Tokyo. For the purpose of trying to start another war between the Japanese and the Americans. Right. And, mind you, it's going to be an absolutely fascinating episode. Be sure to tune in. Absolutely. So, I think that should cover what we want to talk about today. We have a whole lot of content that's coming your way. A whole lot of interesting stories. A whole lot of weird stuff. A lot of stuff that might actually make you feel a little uneasy, too. Just a little reminder that this podcast, this is not going to be one for the kids. Yeah, you're going to probably want to listen to some of these episodes with your headphones on. Yeah, there's going to be that little red E by the by the episode yeah, title. It, it's not necessarily for language, which we'll try to keep to a minimum. But let's be honest, you're going to hear you're going to hear some swear words here. Yes, so yes, as friendly as we may appear uh, on the rotunda, we're going to get away from that. And this one's not necessarily for the kids. It, it really isn't. If there are any kids listening, stay off school and stay on drugs. Yes, you heard that straight from Uncle Rob and Uncle Chris. Yes, indeed. Before we go today, uh, there are some people we'd like to send some special thanks out to for their inspiration and their support. Uh, a big, big thank you to the rest of the renegades of the Rotunda, our shipmates, the guys who and gals who join us up there at our side, waving the flags, waving the swords. Yeah, without them, we really couldn't have done this. Yes, uh, Mike Ernett, Kyle Graper. Um, I know that I want to thank my parents, Vernon North, Deb Online, for their support. Yeah, I would like to thank my parents, Chip and Gina Miller. And a big thank you to Chris's sister, Lauren Gailey, and her husband, Darren. Uh, it should be noted that our first production meeting effectively ruined Lauren's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, big thanks to Lauren for uh, putting up with us and sharing the pizza. Yeah, and uh, we hope you enjoyed well. it. It was from Minio's. Big shout out to Minio's. Uh, I would like to thank you. I hope you enjoyed the pizza as much as you enjoyed our, our thrilling, dazzling conversation. Exactly. A uh, little, little thanks to Janice Fabrizi, Jessica Hall. Big thanks to the guys out at North Shore 9 and around the 412 for their expertise and their help. Yeah, I asked a lot of stupid questions on Twitter, and they were always there to lend a helping hand. So uh, <laughs> if you're ever on Twitter or iTunes, you can definitely follow and subscribe uh, to them if you're into the Pittsburgh baseball scene. Exactly. Also, some big thanks we want to shoot out to John Chamberlain from the Jagoff podcast and to Trevor Williams and Stephen Brawl. If those two can do a podcast, anyone can. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so that is uh, at IMHO podcast. If you want to hear uh, a couple of dudes rank some stuff, they're just guys being dudes. <laughs> so these guys being dudes just happen to be some major league baseball pitchers. Exactly. Also, one final thanks we would like to send out to our friends, the Bloody Seaman, Pittsburgh's greatest ever pirate punk band. You heard their track, Lop It Off, from their awesome album, Sail Hayden, at the beginning of the episode. We're also going to leave with another Bloody Seaman song. Uh, this track is called Red Sky from their album, Ahoy Motherfuckers. Sorry, Sorry Mom. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to pay for that later. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, I know that there's a whole bunch of ways that you can reach us on social media. Chris, you want to? Yes, since it is 2018, we are absolutely carpet bombing social media with content as often as possible. Wading into the snake pit. Exactly. Uh, if you want to find us on Twitter, which where uh, we will probably be most active, if you want to keep up on some updates, uh, feel free to follow us at podcast trr. 
Uh, if you don't have Twitter, it's 2018 and Twitter is free. Get Twitter, keep with the times. Uh, we also have Facebook. If you'd like to take some time between looking at memes that are calling you snowflakes and listening to your aunt and uncle go back and forth for hours and hours on political theory, uh, you can take a quick respite from that and search Thieves, Rogues, and Renegades, and you can follow us there. And if you'd like to see some behind-the-scenes pictures, and I'm sure we'll cut some pretty quick little promos, you can follow us on Instagram at trrpod. Uh, also, uh, we do have an email address if you'd like to reach out to us, and please reach out to us. Uh, again, following back, uh, back around to the point where we said we are not historians, it is likely we will get a few things wrong. Um, if you find something that we may have missed out, missed out on, uh, something that we may have tripped up a little on, please send us an email, uh, at, uh, it's, uh, trrpod at gmail.com. Yes. And if you have any content you would like to hear, we are always open to suggestions. Yeah. We would love to hear some suggestions from you guys. We have a ton of topics in mind. But we're always looking for something we may have missed. And we'd just like to hear from you. Exactly. Uh, also, if you want to follow along with our pirate adventures and follow along with what's going on with the Renegades of the Road Thunder, Chris, where can they find They can find us on contacts? Twitter, uh, at PGH Renegades, which is updated fairly recently. Uh, we're always on that one. That's an easy way to reach out to us. If you're into the Pittsburgh baseball scene, don't be shy. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, we are at Renegades of the Rotunda, and we are the same way on Facebook. So you can find us there. Please drop us a line, wave. We're always here. We'd like to see you. Fantastic. If you'd like to get in touch with me on Instagram, I am on Instagram at Meatneck, and I am on Twitter at Meatneck2. So that's an easy one to find. Uh, you can look for this podcast. We're going to be starting off on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, yeah. Google All Play. Different platforms. So wherever you get your podcast content, you can find us. You can download, you can follow us. Please subscribe. And we look forward to uh, getting back to you with some good content. Stay tuned for our first full-length episode coming up very, very shortly here, where we're going to take a look at the fall of the most famous pirate ever to sail the high seas, Blackbeard himself. Yeah, this is a very exciting episode. We're coming up on a big anniversary. You're not going to want to miss this one. Uh, we have a lot of great information. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for listening today, everybody. And until we see you next time, hold fast. Yeah.